Ruffle after dark. Our pets' heads are falling off. KT. What is going on? Zorping danger is very high right now. Very, very high. Welcome to... You zorped in my ears while we said the initial onslaught. By the way, we've been talking over an hour already in the pregame no one knows that because the (laughs) podcast just started but we've been talking and texting with random people in this league for over an hour because the trade deadline is sunday well which is a problem well technically for some teams it's tomorrow right because there's six teams that play tomorrow so if you have any players playing in those games they have to be traded by tomorrow morning or they need to be on your bench Yes, or they need to be on your bench. So, um, when this pod goes out, we're going to text every person in this league. (laughs) Except for Adrian. We'll send him a homing pigeon. Yes, smoke signals. Um, We'll just... (laughs) Who who lives closest to JJ's clubhouse? We'll just send someone there. (laughs) (laughs) So... Uh, do you want to start with the the four-way deal we're trying to concoct right now, or do you want to start with the fact that both of our lives are completely fucked at this current moment? Let's start with that one. (laughs) Okay, so I was trying to one-up you, and and, uh, I'm not going to get all the way into it, but I have been usurped. So we, we, we don't need to talk about that at all, and I won't pressure you to talk about that at all, but you know, I was talking about how Nelly got sick and we were having people over to our house um, and we had to cancel the whole party because Nelly was sick. And then, um, well, but, but that was at, that was only after I had said that earlier this week, we had to basically disinfect our whole house and bring our girls in to be treated for lice. That, so. I was trying to, I was trying to say that your side was, was more gooder than mine. By saying that I had my my house sewer backed up and there was an inch of poop in my basement. Um, on top of the fact that I canceled all of my plans for the weekend, I was just trying to put my Christmas lights up and none of them worked. And also there was an inch of poop in my basement. And then you said your house had, had lice. Well, I, said, I, I would rather have an inch of poop in my in my basement as long as none of my shit was actually affected than have lice for all my kids. Well, I, we'll we'll get into the whole thing here because I'm an open book. I don't really, I'll you know, um, I have only. Oh fuck! Yeah, not to bring the pot down here, but you know we're all friends here, right? So uh, I haven't told a whole lot of people, so we're just gonna mass blast this. Um, how it really went was basically. I told you about the lights. You're like, huh, I have an issue in my basement and I had to um, cancel on my party. And I said, yeah, well, my, my, my real news is that I'm having a pacemaker put in in a week. So, um, yeah, there's that. But um, I'll be fine. It's just a little weird heart thing that I've got going on that uh, requires a pacemaker. So apparently I'm an 80-year-old man. But Well... There's a lot of things <laughs> fucked in this world, but there are at least 12 of us that love you. I appreciate it. Oh, uh, well, 11 and <laughs> 11 and in your wife, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and, but, uh, you yeah, know, no. we would, uh, you know, to, 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 to get it serious for just one millisecond here really quick. Um, Homing pigeon included. We're here for you, brother. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. And so, yeah, the whole pre-hour and two minutes that we were talking was kind of around that stuff. And then the aforementioned, like trying to finagle a way to make a, a four. We you know got past the the heavy stuff and got to the the fun light stuff, which was trying to make a, a four team trade happen. Right. So, um, we'll see if and that... there's still there's still time. There's still time. Well, part of it depends on Baker hearing this and being able to make a decision. So there is that. Baker, we're not asking for your sympathy. No. Or your firstborn. We're asking for your participation. (laughs) 
Okay. We're trying to gonculate a large four-way deal between two people that trade all the time, one person that trades some of the time, and one person that takes a long fucking time. All right? Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. It's the trade deadline, and KT's getting a pacemaker made uh, in next week. So let's let's fucking YOLO this. <laughs> you only live um, once, right? No, we're still trying to figure out the fucking details of our side of the fucking four-way trade, so we can't just YOLO this. Right. There will be no sympathy. I will send you DoorDash or whatever you need, but I will not send you fucking DJ Moore and two firsts and all of my players for a ham sandwich. No, Jameer Gibbs. I'm just kidding. Um, we're we're working out the details is what we're trying to say. So, But um, it is trade deadline week, so let's have some fun, people. This is true. Um, if you trade a real quick side note to that, too. Um we need to figure out, like, I don't care if we make the trade deadline a week before or a week after, but it needs to move because it being the week of Thanksgiving and having like three games. So six teams essentially unavailable to trade as of like Thursday morning is kind of BS. So let's, let's a week before week after, I don't care which it needs to move my little so, soapbox. I would like to, put my soapbox over the top of your soapbox okay, and state that I proposed to change the trade deadline and you fucking dumb cunts voted it down. You know who you are. Um, if we're playing for position, you should be able to make a trade. And if we are in the playoffs, you should not be able to make a trade. And now we're fucking stuck with uh, because last year it was a uh, elongated season, and we had a trade deadline way too early, and there was extra weeks, and there's fucking week fourteen bye weeks this year. No week twelves, tons of week thirteens, and week fourteen bye weeks. Yeah, the week fourteen bye weeks are inconsequential teams. Hey, no, Arizona, Kyler Murray, come on now. And Washington. But the point being is if a player's on a buy, he should be able to fucking trade. Buy weeks and trade deadlines should coincide. If I'm fucked and I need to get in the playoffs and I need to trade a first for a guy who's going to save my fucking bacon for one week, I should be able to do it. That's my decision. And I should be able to make it. That's my opinion. Rant and, let's put, and let's put it on the fucking docket next year because <laughs> that is horseshit. And I proposed it last year and it got turned down. So I'm going to propose it officially again this year. Sounds like I have a second. KT? I do second it. So let's get this thing on the fucking docket because it's absolute shit. It doesn't mean you have to make a trade in week 14 going into week 15 playoffs. But if you want to make a run, you should be able to make a run whenever you want. Trade away all your shit. We're all tight assholes enough that we're not going to like let some shit happen. There's no collusion in this league. We already fucking have figured that out over three different iterations and 19 fucking seasons or whatever the fuck we're at right now. A podcast, a fun with numbers a recap of the podcast, power ranked, and all kinds of random shit. We are not colluding. I would rather see you lose, KT, than anything. <laughs> I, I can appreciate that. <laughs> so my point being is, why would we stymie the ability to trade? It doesn't make any sense. You might not want to trade. Cool, don't make a trade. But if, if I need to beat X, Y, and Z in week 14 to get in the playoffs, and I'm going to give two firsts for some random shit, that's that's a desperation move, and it should almost be allowed because somebody's getting a great deal on the other side. Okay. <clears throat> KT, poop in our basement, pacemakers in our heart, 
Um, I've already had a hard operation, so I feel for you. So I'm not trying to make light of that. No, I know you're not. I know you're not. Um, we had a week of football. Um, I'm definitely on the wrong fucking page at this point. <laughs> um, yes. So week 11. Week 11 happened. <sighs> there was there was a lot of interesting a lot of interesting stuff that happened in week 11 and we'll get to it all here. I lost the Fago again. What was the Fago again? I mean I have to go back and look. I I, I bet on Dave again to beat Oh Nate. yeah. Okay. And if Nate hadn't given up the farm to then want to restart the heart, he might have won. Um there was yeah, a good I mean, response to my uh, my dusty roads. I did not. Uh, not everybody understood um, the dusty roads. I tried to send it to everybody who was um, who reached out. I was like, "Here's the context behind it." Yep. Um, but yeah, I, there's going to be a Fago party. Where's our Fago scoreboard? I have to go hit the all button. I think I'm up three now, maybe four. Um, where's the fucking Fago scoreboard? No, I think you're up five. No, you're up four. According, see, unfortunately, we didn't talk about this either. That <laughs> Doug called week two of preseason no action. Yep. When we agreed to a bet, and that bet is final. And it was a season long bet, but it doesn't really matter because. But like most final. sports books, but like most sports books, you know, if they they have to part, they have to play in the game for you know, like if you do like a you know you know you bet on a game, they actually have to participate in the game where it's a no bet, right? So, if it's a season long bet, if he doesn't actually play in the season, then it's a no bet. I get it. That's why Doug had it that way. Makes sense to me. It's official. Okay. Well, we're not betting millions of dollars. We're betting a <laughs> fucking expired root beer fago. Okay. Right. So can we just can you just concede to this under good <laughs> pretense that that, Dog. Owe, that I will most likely owe you fagos at the end of the year, and you're going to you know like take one off the board because because of. I can't even fucking remember what the bet was. It was the Jets guy. Oh my god, why can't I think of his name? Everybody is screaming at the top of my lungs because he's been on my team forever. I can't fucking think of his name. I can't either because he. I purged him as soon as he left the uh, NFL database because he retired or whatever. So, uh, Corey Davis. Corey Davis versus Alan Lazard. Yes. And, and I, to be fair, like. Alan like, hasn't scored many. Like we've almost scored. As it doesn't matter. Hard, it but. doesn't fucking matter. I. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Like that does not count towards you. Like that does not no action. Doug, because he's such a whiny like, little like, dog. When, when you listen to this, take note. I, I will officially. I bet Aaron Rodgers less than eight interceptions this year on underdog. They're paying my ass. He had no. He had four snaps. He he played in four snaps though. That's four more. Fine. Than he played, played in the preseason. Fuck off, <laughs> Doug. He's whining about this so much. Just give it to him. Change the official scoring. Okay, I, so, I'm going to give. So it to if him. that's the case, you won that week. You won this week, and and that means you have plus four fagos. Okay, and I will so, gladly translate plus four fagos. To two and a half pink schweppuses. <laughs> Your choice at the end of the year. You don't have need to tell me right now. Well, we, we, still have... Bunch of, we, we still have a bunch of weeks left, so I might oh, be up. To yeah, work. I'm going to start pressing. It's going to be great. But like the the Fago to pink schweppes ratio is like four Fagos to one and a half pink schweppes because it's a real, real good beve. Well, you just said it was two and a half. Now you're going to I'm giving you I'm giving you a great deal. <laughs> I see. That's what I'm trying to say. I see. Okay. Well, we have to get into last week's things. 
Yes. So <laughs> and I'm not here. excited. I know you're not. We'll, we'll get to yours here in a, in a few, but uh, Nate, you know, in the aforementioned uh, Fago bet, uh, Nate did in fact take down take down Dave one eleven to ninety one. Um, Dak and Mostert were pretty pedestrian. Mixon had a a really good ninety one would have won a lot of things. It would have, yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it would have beat Fuck you in my your, life in your match by one. <laughs> that you tied but we'll get to that spoiler alert but um mike evans scored again uh, mark cooper actually had a pulse i mean six isn't great but with dtr starting i didn't even see that in the in the wheelhouse uh but tyreek 10 for 146 and a touch was ridiculous devonta smith actually with um dallas goddard out has actually been really good and then travis kelsey only 44 yards but he gets in the end zone with seven receptions for 15 points it's very very solid uh, I did get some texts from Dave that afternoon. Like yeah, one of them was like all caps, like WTF, basically because I think Jordan Love missed Luke Musgrave for like kind of wide open, long potential completion, and uh, there's just a couple of things going on in that game that he was very Luke not happy Musgrave about. Lacerated his kidney. He and played through it apparently, which Playing is crazy. Football. That's just crazy. Yeah. Um. What Russell are you drinking, Wilson. KT? It's probably not alcohol. Oh yeah, <laughs> nope. Just uh, just the uh, fountain coke from Cafe Zupa, and I have uh, also a the tw- leftover like twenty ounce coke bottle from the from earlier this morning that I had that I put in the fridge. So that's what I've got. What about you? I'm drinking Tito's and uh, lemonade. Nice, solid combination. So we we don't have to go to work. Tomorrow we're going to the hot tub after this. Nice. We're in if Wisconsin. We ever, on the if we ever get done it. Yeah, if we ever get done. Um, <laughs> um Nelly yeah, did so... not want to go to bed today. <laughs> no. So uh, after like two hours of trying to get her down, it was a um it was a, a double Tito's lemonade night. So yes. here we are. Um but yeah, so Russell and Connor, eh, they didn't do the best. Devin Singletary was on a Still on that uh, heater as the number one running back for the Houston Texans. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins scored. Um, nice little pickup there for Dave. Nico had an okay game. Dotson, you know, had a pulse, scored a touchdown. Warmout Dub scored a touchdown. Um, again, you know, overall solid. You know, 91 points would have beat a lot of teams this week, but uh, not enough to take down Natron, unfortunately. So in the, uh, Moving on to the unexpected high scorer of the week, right? Um, Brett taking down Daniel one thirty four to eighty. Um, I don't know if I saw uh, Brett putting up one hundred and thirty four points. To be honest, I mean he'll probably tell you that you know he was well overdue with it. Um, but I mean, basically everybody on his team blew up with you know. Sp- Huge days from Saquon with 27 and Calvin Ridley with two touchdowns and 26 points. Lockett being the kind of only guy in single digits with eight and, and Joku with seven targets and uh, only 10 points, but still getting into the double digits. So just a big, big game from from Brett. Um, even his bench, you know, Sam Howell had a good day, but uh, that was really about it. 97% on the Murr score. Uh, Dan basically gave it his all with a 97% on his mur as well, but only getting up to 80. Um, Gino was hurt and kind of ineffective against the, the Rams defense. Kareem Hunt was terrible. I, I don't, I didn't understand the game plan from Cleveland at all. They had their rookie quarterback who hasn't really played much is more known for his rushing than his passing drop back 43 times against Pittsburgh in a game they were winning 13 to 10. I, in the, I, I, it just made no sense to me. Like, no sense at all. Like, Jerome Ford, Kareem Hunt were both doing okay rushing the ball. I mean, not fantastic, but they were doing okay. So that was a little bizarre. Um, Austin Eckler was in, I thought, a smash spot and didn't score, me too. fumbled. I put a lot of eggs in the Austin Eckler DFS basket against my own Green Bay Packers. I put uh, a couple uh, underdogs. I did not win. Probably. I did not win either. Um, Darrell Henderson, you know, he picked him up on the way. He's caught, 
he always caught, but he did score a touchdown, <laughs> six carries for one yard. I mean, dude's had- never scored more points or had better days and gotten cut the next day. He like I don't know if you've been paying attention or not, but like Darrell Henderson when he got signed and he had that big week, then got yep. cut, then got signed to the practice squad, then got promoted, then got cut, <laughs> then got signed to the practice squad, then got promoted, and now is cut again. But signed back like to the practice this- squad again. Like this dude, did he get signed again today? Yeah, yes. Because this dude doesn't <laughs> like. Dude's a starting running back, and then gets cut every fucking week. Yeah, it's I crazy. don't get it. Like, put um, him in Minnesota. He's fucking the best guy out there. Well, I, I saw, digress. I saw a few people on Twitter that mentioned that the the uh, Vikings should claim him off of waivers. Why not? Right. Fucking Madison and Chandler. Chandler looks way better than Madison, but there ain't much to look at there. No. Gross. So, uh, Rashad How's your White. second round pick going? Yeah. Rashad White. Uh, still not great rushing the ball. Bunch of receptions. He scored an actual rushing TD this week, though, so that was good to see. DK Metcalf actually got in the end zone and had uh, his first kind of semi-breakout at 17 points. show for... <laughs> yeah, it's the poop chauffeur. So, uh, but yeah, just not enough to get it done this week. And then we come to fuck you Dan. By the way, we're gonna change this fucking sign off at the end of this to fuck Dan. Fuck Rhett might be done. We'll get to spoiler. We'll get to that. Don't don't get too ahead of yourself. Yes. No, no, we're gonna. <laughs> this is a spoiler alert right now. Fuck Brett, you might be changing your name at the end of this podcast because Dan is about to fucking take the reins. <laughs> All right. All right. So now I'm fucking fired up for this. All right. You are. So you and Robbie, <sighs> um, tied at ninety, but. Jordan Love scored five more points than Baker this week for him to win the tiebreaker. A win on the tiebreaker, I should say. So, um, you both had some good. You both had some bad. Uh, Keenan Allen was a monster, even though they had no other receivers that could catch the ball for the Chargers. And even even Keenan, actually, I think he had two pretty big drops in that game. One would have been another touchdown that would have won you the game. Um a sneeze could have won me the fucking game. Yeah. Uh, DJ Moore had a big game, 7 for 96 and a touchdown. Lamar Jackson, solid game with two touchdowns, 260 yards passing, 50 yards rushing. Um, and then the then the bad, right? So Aaron Jones MCL'd himself or whatever he did. Josh Jacobs just couldn't get anything going against Miami. Garrett Wilson got Zach Wilson. Um, that was just ugly. And then Mark Andrews was RIP'd, unfortunately, during that game. He, like I said, he was having a, he was having a great game. So, um, a great drive. <laughs> that is true. That is true. We talked a little bit about that last week, though. During the, the first drive, there's a night football game, right? So, he should have scored a touchdown on that fucking hip drop tackle. A fucking. Well, I saw some people oh, say that he, I'm he trying to be, be positive. I'm trying to 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 be positive. But motherfuck this game forever. Um, I saw some people say it was it was his own fault that he just doesn't pull a Tyler Lockett, which is basically catch the ball and go down every single time. Because, but he you know he do, does what he does, breaks some tackles, and was fighting for extra yards, and just got that stupid hip tackle, the drop hip tackle. So. Uh, Robbie got Justin Fields back, which was you know a much needed sight for him. Uh, Javante couldn't really get a whole lot going against Minnesota's defense, like we kind of talked about. Brees Hall, not a lot on the ground, but five for fifteen to touch through the air. Brian Robinson having having a solid game again, seven receptions, fifty eight yards. Definitely seeing a little more of that passing volume with uh, um, Antonio Gibson on the on the sidelines. Achan got hurt again, like early on. So that was his kind of downer. Diggs, his you know prized possession that he just traded for, had a, a down week against the vaunted Jets defense. Ayuk blew up for five for one fifty six and a touch for twenty one. Kind of helped carry him a little bit. And then Laporta had a, a quiet day against uh, Chicago, which was a little surprising. So um, you both had you know 
not the best score scores. You at seventy percent, basically, and Robbie at seventy-five. So left a few things on the on the bench there. Robbie with Tank Dell and his twenty-three points. You with the Gus Bus again, the captain of your bench with uh with another twenty spots. So I have never gone to hockey needing points and ever gotten them. Last year in the playoffs, when I needed, I don't know, whatever the fuck it was, like six points in the second half from someone, and I put my phone in the locker, and I went out to play hockey for an hour and a half. I came back in, and all I had was four texts saying, sorry, man. It doesn't fucking happen. I'm looking right at Jimmy and understanding exactly what we're going through. (laughs) That just tells me that this is the shit like this is the shit that happens to me and only me except for Jimmy, because I also almost pulled Wilson from my lineup and put in Reed just for safety. Yep. Knowing nothing that was going to happen from everybody else on my team, but Josh Jacobs not scoring fucking 25 points against the fucking Miami team. When everything, like, 14 rushes for 39 yards. Las Vegas, you should all kill yourself. Go fuck yourself. All right. I'm okay. <laughs> I think I'm okay. I was never starting Gus Edwards. He's my bench captain. It's fine. He may start this week. He may not. Well, I mean... But I... Literally, a ham fucking sandwich can throw the football better than Zach Wilson. Get the fucking ball in his hands, you dumb fucks. Robert Sala, you bald motherfucker. I'm going to tell you this. Rob Gossard, right now, you should disown that fucker out of the bald-headed fucking club because he is a dumb cunt. You should have lost this week. I lost two guys for the rest of the season. And you won. On a tiebreaker. On a fucking tiebreaker. <sighs> Tell me how you really feel. <clears throat> Let me wrap this up. Because we're not talking about next week yet. By saying. Congrats Rob. And I'm, not, I'm not being facetious here. It's Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for my team. My team scored 90 points. And didn't win. I would rather lose by 50. But my team didn't win. And. Good win. I. Do not wish injuries on anyone. And I got two this week. And that fucking sucks. It does. I hate saying Continue. that. Like, can we just like turn injuries. NFL, can we also like, 90 injuries off, would have beaten. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. 7. 7 teams in the league. Yeah, just over a little over half. Yeah. All right. Adrian sucked against Jim, who also sucked. Next. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, I mean, Adrian's team. Kenneth Walker got hurt. Um, yeah, Cortland Sutton was really the only bright spot. I mean, Josh Allen scored nineteen, but that's kind of a down week for him. He did put up three touchdowns, so that was good. He just didn't have any of his usual rushing. Um, Jimmy won to keep the pressure up on Robbie. Uh, still, you know, two games behind him for the division with only three left to go. But you know, there's still that, uh, still that pressure. AJ Brown was just shut down by Legarius Sneed. That was interesting to see. Cooper Cup only got one point um, and got hurt. So injuries on both sides here a little bit. James Cook looked really good. I was not shocked, but I mean, it was a little surprising. Uh, Ty Chandler. I was actually surprised that he kept Ty Chandler in instead of putting in uh, Madison, but. Uh, was the smart play because Chandler got more points. Pacheco, 89 yards rushing, just couldn't get in the end zone. But still, 89 yards against a tough Philly D, that was good to see for him for the future. Uh, 77 points doesn't get it done most weeks and wouldn't have kind of done for a lot of other teams this week, but it was enough to, to beat Adrian this week. So good job, Jimmy. I took down the Emperor. Go me. Um, 88 points, still not great, right? I mean, Usually, I, I don't even know if that's normally enough to get it done for most weeks, but 
Uh, 88 was enough to get it done. Uh, Kyler Murray, another solid game at 21 points. I mean, rushing and rushing touchdowns go a long way in this league for our quarterbacks. Um, David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs were pretty pretty awesome again. They didn't put up 40 points, but they did put up 34, so I'll take it. Uh, Jerome Ford, again, I think he's gotten 11 points the last, like, three weeks. So uh, not not awesome, but solid. I'll take, you know, I'll take an 11. Uh, I want to launch Deontay Johnson into the sun, but at least uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers decided to launch their uh, offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, into the sun. So maybe brighter days will be ahead for him, even though he's no longer on my team. Spoiler alert for the transaction section. Um, Jalen Waddell, Jordan Edison, uh, not great. McBride, a little bit of a down game, seven points for a tight end, though I'll take it. Um Joe Burrow getting hurt kind of really kind of sunk uh, Doug's team this week. It really hurt him. It really hurt Jamar Chase. I, I thought that the, that late Jamar Chase touchdown was really going to be the, the deciding factor in our game. Um, but it wasn't. I mean, McCaffrey had a, a good game, but for most people, but for McCaffrey, 19 is kind of his, his floor, not necessarily his ceiling, right? So uh, Etienne and Godwin had just okay games. CeeDee Lamb was good but not nuclear like he's been for the last I think three or four weeks before this yeah the last three weeks before that he was more a little more nuclear uh like we already talked about Jamar Chase Puka Nakua once um once Cooper Cup went down I thought he was gonna just blow up so I was really sweating the end of that game as well as the end of the uh Tampa Bay San Francisco game because that those two games just could not get over soon enough for me so uh I was actually at softball for my daughter and they were um, on Sunday night at the Savage Dome, and when those games were getting over, and I hadn't looked for a little while, and like I, Robbie texted me, he's like, "Congrats, nice win." I'm like, "I won, sweet." <laughs> I just couldn't couldn't bear to watch, so um, left a few points on my bench, but nothing too crazy. Ninety one percent Murr scored to, to Doug seventy six, which most of that is the Trevor Lawrence versus uh, Joe Burrow. So Doug gets a little bit more human. Just a little bit. I mean, it's good for him that he's got Trevor Lawrence to put in instead of Joe Burrow, but I think this will affect uh, a little bit of Jamar Chase, right? So bad for yeah, him. But good, I mean, like, good for the rest of the league. Trevor Lawrence's schedule coming up is not good. Yeah. He's not going to play Tennessee every week is what you're telling me? I mean, he's going to play Houston. Yeah, but actually, Houston's had a pretty solid pass defense. Houston's been so. pretty good. But... Playoffs is Baltimore, Tampa Bay, Carolina. So woof if he gets to week seventeen, but Yeah. Yeah. I mean he might not get a bye. That would be awesome. Being Let's that Cleveland go. is week fourteen, so um, Yeah. So then moving on to the last game of last week, Baker versus Maddie. Kind of went how we thought it would, kind of a lower scoring affair with, with Maddie winning, I think. Um, Herbert with 21, Amon Ron Kittle blowing up with 19 each. The rest of his lineup was kind of gross. Uh, Baker, Jalen Warren busts out for 22, you know, against a good Cleveland defense. He had like a 70, it was a 74 yard touchdown line, which was huge. Jamison Williams with the, with a long touchdown to get on the board. But, uh, again, kind of the rest of the lineup was kind of, kind of gross outside of those players. Um, not a whole lot else for me to say here. Yeah, I don't have a ton here either. Um, Good job, Maddie. Though I guess for you know getting the win, moving to seven four to stay a game up on on Doug, right? So that certainly helps. Yeah, I just got a message from work, so I'm trying to not be a piece of shit. So okay. let's continue this. Um, Standings. Standings here. Uh, Natron basically has the division locked up. I might be actually. Probably. Yeah. There's only three weeks left. I mean, so you could tie him if you won out and he lost out. Yeah. But he beat me the first week. So it'd have to be like point tiebreaker, right? Yeah, it would go to Roto points, which I'm sure he probably has because he's been scoring lots of points also. Yeah. yeah, it'd be very tough. So, congrats. 
Um, <laughs> nice job, Natron, on winning your division, even though it's not official, but it's kind of official. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, Robbie takes a firm grip on his division. Yeah, I think wasn't I texting you? Was I texting you? Oh, I was texting Robbie that night because he was like, "I'm like, I don't know who to root for." I'm like, "Because if Jay wins, then." You know, you lose your game closer to me. You know, it might make it like somewhat realistic for me to maybe try and catch you in the division. I mean, two down with three left, like it's not unheard of, but like three down with three left isn't basically impossible, right? So, I would, but I'm like, but then if Jay loses, then maybe it's better content for the pod. I don't know. I don't know which way. So I, I was actually rooting for you the entire time. He's like, I, he's like, I hate it. Like you're rooting against me. I don't like this. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, so Robbie, I mean, not quite locked the division up, but two down with three to go. Jimmy's really probably hoping that, you know, if he beats him this weekend, then he'll be rooting for me to, to beat him in week 14. That could potentially give Jimmy a, a door open there to Jimmy for him to win the division. So, yeah, I'm sorry I didn't fucking get a half a point more. <laughs> make, we don't the, make your division very, very realistic. So, yeah, that's all right. Um, and then Maddie's got the slim division lead right now, seven to four over uh, Doug and uh, Dave. Who, when we we'll get to the transactions here in a minute, but uh, was out and then now he's back in, maybe. So, uh, yeah, uh, kind of moving on to transactions here. Power rankings? Oh, power rankings. Yeah, sorry. My bad. My bad. Getting ahead of myself. It's all right. Got Natron in first, according to... By the way, uh, Goss has also dropped predictions and power rankings in the uh, time we've been recording for an hour and 40 minutes. And only 40 minutes of this podcast. <laughs> yes, there is that. Um, do you want to do... So ruffle ruffle power rankings first. Yep. Uh, Natron tier break. Well, in, so mine because I just refresh it. Mine has you in first with Natron. No. Yeah. Uh, this is not correct. So that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, so Natron tear break, <laughs> Doug tear break. break, me, uh, Maddie, Goss tear Jimmy. break, Jimmy tear break, Dave tear break. See, I have you and Rob tear break, and then Jimmy and Maddie tear break. Actually, Jimmy tear break, Maddie tear break. Seven and four. I, he is. I, I he keeps winning. I just I, I don't love his roster. Maybe that's the problem. I, I should because he's seven and four. He's I mean he's way better than I am, but um, he just keeps getting it done. So, okay. but hey, I've moved two away from the bottom now. It used to be me and Baker right at the bottom, but now it's me then or it's, it's Baker then Adrian then me. So well, that's all in one tier break. So I keep behind go. him. Um, do you want to do Robbie's power yeah. rankings? Let's take a look at Robbie's power rankings. Look, yeah. Natron, Doug, me. <laughs> Even I wasn't ready for that to happen. Ouch! I like that one. I hate everything about everything. Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy says he has a real change proposal coming in the off season, but not sure it will pass. So, Jimmy, I'm curious to see what your what your real yeah. proposal is going to be. Peace, Texas. What that is. Thank you. Um, uh-huh. Maddie just finds a way to win. Some some hubris from uh, or lack of hubris from uh, Robbie. Injuries are stupid. I feel your pain, fuck face. Love you. I, I like his uh his with with 
Tayev. He's a, his three quote unquote studs that he traded last week equal 24 points. Maybe he knows something we don't. Biff Sports Almanac. I love that. Nice job, Robbie. Mm-hmm. Um, Brett, everyone went off. It was the perfect storm. Adrian, if people keep getting hurt, it's going to get real ugly for Adrian. I concur. His running backs right now are like me and a ham sandwich, basically. So that's not good. He said that he's got no movement in his power rankings. Cross-divisional games are over and back to divisional games. So Transactions. Transactions. All right, so I'm going to look at week 11 just to make sure. Was there any at the end of week 11 that we didn't cover after? Because we were we, we potted on Thursday night, right? Yeah, so. Friday night. Friday night. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah no transactions last week, so we can go just to the week 12 transactions. Najee, a first from my first. Yep. For, for Derrick Henry. And a sixth. Come on now. Don't forget the sixth. Sure. Yeah, I was I was happy with that one, um, and I only got Derrick Henry by giving up Deontay Johnson in a swap of second round picks. So Baker getting his second round pick back, I getting I got uh, Maddie's second round pick in that transaction. So I take that as a net win for me overall. I basically traded Deontay in a swap of second round picks and a sixth for Najee Harrison at first. Could be worse. I, yeah, I mean, you got a first. No, you gave up a first for Derrick Henry. No, I got a first. I gave up. I'm sorry. I was reading this. Like I know what actually happened, but I was reading this wrong. Okay. And and so I was re I, I thought like these two trade lines were the exact same deal just flipped. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry. So I was like, oh yeah, you did this thing and then you you got him, you know, here's the the other side of it. No. Um yes. Um you gathered Derrick Henry and then you gave him away for a first Najee. Yes. Correct. All true. Which I like your side of that deal. That being said, Derrick Henry could also yeti you and fuck everything up. Well, I mean, the nice thing is he's he went to the, the commission or to the emperor's division, right? So I don't have to see him again for the rest of the year. So there is that, unless, you know, playoffs or whatever. But, um, you know, so the interesting part was like, you know, Rob mentioned in his, his uh, power rankings that, you know, Dave traded away his, you know, three quote unquote studs. He was basically done. He was selling. And then this week he gave up a first and now you to get Derek Henry. So it's kind of like he was back in and he's buying again. So um we'll see. I mean, we'll see if we can get this pull this four person trade off as well, too. So <laughs> Dave sent a text and said, get off the pod, let's get a deal done. So I do like that. Well, let's keep moving it forward then. Um, waiver wire. Uh, you got Tucker Craft. You released Johnu Smith. That's a terrible decision for you. Why is that a terrible decision for me? Because Tucker Craft is Musgrave's replacement, and Johnu Smith could score anything at any time. It, well, Johnu Smith. He's got Green this Bay guy. is not Ritter going is to terrible. use the tight end while Musgrave is out. Don't worry about it. I've already consulted with Matt Lafleur. Well, and the other John Eric in the entire world is also part of the staff of the Green Bay Packers, and he also says Tucker Craft is not going to do jack shit. <clears throat> That's insider information. Two John Eric's talk to each other. And they said Tucker Craft is not going to be part of the plan. I know you're choking on your fountain soda. I am a little bit. No, um, I uh, I just need him for week 14 because I'm going to play uh, McBride every other week. So, sure. Okay, cool. Um, it, they play the Giants, and the matchup for uh, China Smith wasn't the best. So, 
it, that's kind of why I did it. Cool. Uh, so Infinity Gauntlet got uh, Burrow's replacement. Yes, Jake Browning, which I don't know why you would pick him up because he's not good, but it is what it is. Ask. Yeah. Um, Maddie picked Wicks. up Dontavian Wicks, who I actually debated picking up, and I think I actually put a claim in for him, and then I deleted it. I once actually I saw... hope he plays this week. Well, I saw that he was con- like concussed. I was like, oh, nobody will pick him up because he's concussed, right? You know, whatever. I think he's actually going to be out, unfortunately. I don't know. He practiced... Uh, uh, limited today. Yeah, I saw, I just I saw that. The the Twitter docs that I follow predicted that he'll be out tomorrow. So, I mean, they've been wrong before, but we shall see. Yep, I don't think it's going to matter either way. But you shouldn't start him. He shouldn't no. be rostered. He should be rostered. Um, I think he just shouldn't be started. Nah, Isaiah uh, likely. To Dan for $45. Make you holla. There was a lot of activity on uh, on one Isaiah Likely this week. There were failed bids for $36, $29, $31, and $25. What do you think mine was? You told me, but I think you said 36 but I don't remember for sure. Yeah. It was, it was only nine short. Moving on. Uh, I spent... There's poop in my basement, KT. This isn't the fucking biggest problem in my life. <laughs> okay, Isaiah Likely is worse than poop in my basement in terms of shit I'm worried about. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Fair so enough. Dan's fucking team that might never win again, and I'm talking to you right now, Dan. You're listening to this right now. You're on your fucking. You're in your basement. You're listening to it. You're having a great time. It's not going to fucking matter. So enjoy your $45, your $5 fucking basement dwelling fucking bidding cap. I already realized that I'm the most, I'm the easiest person to root against in this league. So I'm just fucking going to fucking tear you apart for taking a fucking tight end when you are eliminated from this he's league. Not, he's not eliminated. He's, he's oh, still out of no, I'm, I'm declaring my bad juju and I'm Pouring it on him. I worked with a shaman this off season, and I, now I am fucking derailing my bad luck on Dan. I hope you sell some houses, but I hope you fucking never win a game again. And you know who I have to deal, uh, who I have to make sure that this benefits at the end of the day is Dave, because he's facing you this week, and oh, we're true. texting right now about a deal. So let's fucking go. Uh, it just all depends on Baker. It all depends on Baker. And he's starting, Isaiah, likely. He is. Let's fucking go. I would rather take Lamar Jackson getting his fucking ACL ruptured than Isaiah likely getting three points in this game. That's a all little right. aggressive, I think. I don't care. I'm the fucking heel in this league right now. <laughs> <laughs> Losing every true. fucking game on a tiebreaker on a fucking Gardner Minshew fucking, not Gardner Minshew, um, whatever the fuck it was. G- Jordan fucking love out fucked my coverage. <sighs> I said I was going to be thankful tonight, KT. <laughs> I said I was going to be fine. And then you told me that you needed a fucking pacemaker. And now <laughs> the world is upside down. That is true. The world is all right. Down. I have no fucking fuse. My fucking work just sent me a message about some shit that isn't good with a person who's two levels below me that I need to do their job for tonight. So, Dan, may you lose by 50. We'll get there. We'll get there. All right. <sighs> okay. All right. So, okay. Predictions for week 12. Let's take a look at Robbie's first. Okay. Let's see here. Nate, or sorry. Yeah. Nate versus Brett. Um, RT has a close. Brett is actually favored by a half. But Nate's a 51 to 49 because, again, hashtag math is hard for RT. Um, 
Barrett thinks that his team is. Oh, he put up 134. I think it was last year. It's we're back to this year. Renate's team is really good. He beats Brett. Um, you and Adrian, you're going to bounce back and beat up on Adrian. Me and Baker. Um, he says that he doesn't think Jefferson will be back this week, which makes his lineup way worse. I win. Uh, Robbie versus um, Jimmy. The Jimmy, RTS is close as well. Jimmy's a three-point favorite, but Robbie's a 55 to 45% win because hashtag math is hard. Um, he thinks he used up all his luck last week. He's gonna. He thinks that Jimmy finds a way to beat him. You can't jinx him, Robbie. You can't jinx him. Nice job winning the division. Um, Maddie versus the Emperor. Uh, huge divisional game. Um, trying to keep Doug out of the number one buy or the buy. Uh, according to RT, Doug's a twenty-two point favorite. Robbie thinks it'd be closer than that, but he, th- he thinks Doug's going to win. And Dave versus the aforementioned Dano. Uh, he says that Dave will change his team name, but it hasn't yet. This game will be close. He thinks that Dan pulls it out. Uh, three weeks left. It seems like we just drafted, and you and I are podcasting about the outlook of the season. Time really has been flying by. And again, uh, trade deadline is this Sunday. So, yeah, uh, those are Robbie's predictions. Let's get into ours. Nate versus Brett. What do you got? Um, well, the never-ending um, domination train that is Natron. Um, I shall taketh Natron. Okay. Um, Let's take a look here. It, it's mostly, you know, I think Sam Howell is going to have a real, real, real tough time. Hey, I think so as well. You know, Dallas has got a solid defense. I mean, where where is the? I mean, Kyron Williams is back. Where's the hole in that lineup? Joe Mixon? Not against. I mean, Pitts got a. I, I honestly, I think that uh, the hole is going to be. Probably Dak not having to throw as much as we think he's going to against that bad Washington defense. Um, I could see them getting up big. I could see, I mean, most of the Jets have a solid defense all around. Um, they But they'll have to probably run the ball more than pass the ball this week. So that brings maybe Tyree Kill down a little bit. Um, I think everybody, I mean, Karen Williams is in, you know, the best spots, the best spots for a running back, but he's just coming back off injury. Um, Mike Evans is in a good spot. Devonta is in a solid spot. Travis Kelsey is in a solid spot. Mixon's in a fine spot. I think Nathan's going to put up some points. Uh, Howell's going to kind of, I think, he'll, like you mentioned, he's going to have a, a tough go of it. I think Saquon's in an okay spot against New England. Their their defense hasn't been as good as they have in prior years. Pollard, again, is in that same spot with Dak where, you know, against a bad Washington defense. Devontae. Uh, Latarius Snead's been phenomenal this year. Just shut down A.J. Brown, so I could see a, a tougher day for Devonta Adams this week. Adam Thielen's in a good spot. Lockett's in a good spot. Ridley's in an okay spot. I mean, Houston's pass defense has actually been pretty solid, so, you know, maybe there. Um, and Joe Goode's in a, the number one spot against tight ends. I could see him getting another, like, 3,000 targets this week. Um, I, I really do think this one is that 51-49 coin flip. Uh I'm going to go on a limb and say Brett wins this one. Not for me. Is this one you're willing to, to Fago? Sure. Do you want, can I get odds on it? No. Fine. I think Nate is going to beat Brett this week. I think Brett is going to beat Nate this week. Put it on the board. Put it on the board. We'll t- we'll look for the next double up position. <laughs> um, you are playing Adrian this week. What do you got on this one? My RT. my speech to my team will be the following: I cannot beat defeated. I beat all men. Someday I will be a real champion. 
If he dies, he dies. Ivan Drago. Yeah, that's kind of what it's looking like. Um, you know, Lamar is in a great spot against that bad Charger pass defense. Um, I don't have a very good Russian accent, so I didn't try. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Uh, which, you know, which bodes well for Zay Flowers as well. Uh, Josh Jacobs, Casey's defense has just been kind of playing lights out. Um, DeAndre Swift against Buffalo, you can run against them. Keenan Allen, Baltimore's defense has been pretty good, but he still seems to get, you know, 30,000 targets a game. Now this all could change depending, you know, upon tomorrow morning when we wake up and find out what, what Baker has to say. Uh, DJ Moore is in a good spot against Minnesota's defense. Olave is in an okay spot against Atlanta. They've been kind of tough against number one receivers, but uh, it just depends on are you going to get the Jameis Yolo or are you going to get the Derek Carr, you know, dump offs to Elvin Kamara. So, and then Jake Ferguson, I think, has an okay game. Um, You know, in that Dallas, which should be a Dallas blowout. I think he's got, he'll have a few catches. So I think uh, the only question is, does, is he involved in the first one to two touchdowns or not? Yep. Right. After that, tight ends are just blocking. Yep. Uh, Josh Allen will probably have a solid game against Philly. Chuba against Tennessee. Eh. Herbert against Minnesota. Eh. Cortland Sutton against Cleveland. Eh. Marquise Brown against the Rams. I mean, the Rams secondary is younger and has been kind of susceptible to the deep ball, but uh, Marquise Brown, for some reason, with Kyler, they just haven't connected yet. Uh, Jacoby Myers helped see the better matchup for wide receivers for Kansas City, so, I mean, he might do a little something. Uh, KJ Osborne uh, against Chicago you know, has potential to have a solid day. Cole Komet has a solid day against Minnesota. I just don't see enough for Adrian to get it done, so I'm going to pick you as well. Diaper Gravy being a 16-point favorite. That what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? And they have me as an 85-15. Um, you know, Robbie mentioned that. I don't. I, I agree. I don't think Justin Jefferson plays this week. I think they activate him after the bye week. Um, so he'll, he'll have to put in somebody like Christian Watson or, you know, Kadarius Tony or maybe Jamison Williams. Um. You know, Damian Pierce is coming back. Jalen Warren's been on fire. I anticipate he'll have a huge week. Christian Kirk is will probably have a good game against Houston. Deontay Johnson, who knows what they're going to do with the new OC, but uh, he can't be much worse than he's been, so I see him doing well. Uh, Hawkinson is catching all of the passes from uh, Josh Dobbs lately, and tomorrow Douglas has got a good matchup, so... I see this one being, you know, a lot closer, I think, than RT thinks it is. Uh, I think, you know, Kyler and my my two running backs for uh, Detroit, you know, at home against Green Bay, I think those those ones will be the difference. I, I don't – I think Jerome Ford will have another, like, 11-point game against Denver. Uh, Odell Beckham, you know, if he plays, he's my, you know, injury concern, has a good shot, you know, against that Chargers defense. Jalen Waddell's going to get shut down by the Jets, I have a feeling. Um, just that secondary has been playing very well. Jordan Addison, uh, was, is it Jalen Johnson for the Bears? Has actually been pretty good against uh, number one receivers. If So if uh, Justin Jefferson's out, I could see Addison being locked up with him and having a slower day. And then Trey McBride's in a good spot. Uh, I think, you know, I think I win this one by like five or six maybe. 15 or 16. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Uh, Jimmy, the Baker, you should have more week. first than you do for where you're at right now. <laughs> Love you. Uh, Jimmy versus Robbie. Um, Robbie, moving on. <laughs> we can't move on that quickly. Come on now. Uh, Jalen Hurts, good matchup. Kamara, okay matchup. Charbonnet, terrible matchup. Pacheco, dream matchup. Cooper Cup might not play. Uh, if he does, he's in a great matchup. Again, AJ Brown, solid matchup. Debo, fine matchup. Dalton Schultz, solid. Uh, if Cup doesn't go, I mean, I don't know if he puts who he puts in his lineup instead. Maybe one of Addison or Chandler, or uh, maybe James Cook against Philly is kind of tough, though. Uh, Robbie Fields should have a good day. Javante is going to have a tough one, tough go of it, I think. Brees Hall is going to have a tough go of it. 
Same with Brian Robinson Jr. Uh, Diggs will have a good game, I think. So will Ayuk and Tank and Laporta. Um, I have this one closer. Um, I'm gonna give it to Rob. Uh, I'm gonna give it to Jimmy. Sorry, I almost said the wrong thing. So I'm going Jimmy. I think Rob Gossard will be Jim Wyant this weekend. I think that Jim Wyant will be Rob Gossard this weekend. Put it on the board. Put it one on the board. You got All two. Right. You got two of them this week. Double up. Uh, Pressing. Doug wins. <laughs> Put it on the board. Maddie versus Doug. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, even with the injury, I think uh, Maddie still or Doug still just got too much firepower. You know, Lawrence is good. McCaffrey good. Etienne, uh, Houston has struggled against the run. They've been better against the pass. Godwin's in a good spot against Indy. I think that game will be a higher scoring than the 44 points they've got going on. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, bad defense for Washington. Jamar Chase might be the one downside. Puka, especially if Cooper Cup is out against Arizona, it's just in a smash spot. Um, yeah, I, I think that, you know, Elshir and Curtis Hamlin might not even play. Noah, Noah Brown might not even play. So you got to sub other players in for that. And there's not a lot of options there to do so. I think uh, I think Doug wins by 20 in this one. Indeed. It's a terrible, terrible lack of depth from Maddie. And here we are. Yep. And here we are. Uh, Daniel versus Dave. Dave by one. a million. Put it on the board. <laughs> uh, Gino. I, I I don't love him this week playing. I mean, San Francisco has been susceptible to the pass, but Gino's been kind of ass lately and got hurt, so he's a little banged up. Eckler uh, couldn't get it going in a great matchup last week against uh, Green Bay. Rashad White's in a good spot against Indy, though. Bijan's in a just a neutral, I would say, matchup probably against uh, New Orleans. Again, DK, potentially a good spot, but... Uh, all kind of depending upon Gino. Pittman's in a good spot against Indy. Pickens, who knows what's going to happen there. And then the aforementioned Isaiah Likely. Uh, Gardner, again, shootout potential in that Tampa Bay Indy game, I think. Derrick Henry, uh, I think this is the start of his his run. Um, I was actually surprised more more teams did, did, that were in the upper echelon didn't want to get Derrick Henry because his his remaining games for the rest of the the rest of the fantasy season is top notch. I don't know if there's a better a better running back with a better spot. I get that he's older and whatnot, but um he's still Derrick Henry. So, you know, Carolina, Indy, Miami, Houston, Seattle. Houston is kind of a dream dream run there. So uh James Conner, yeah, Stevenson, good spot. Hopkins, eh, Nico, eh, Josh Downs, good spot. Evan Ingram's in a great spot. So uh, this one will be closer, but I think uh, I do think Dave will pull it out. So you know how, um, like realtors will send you a calendar. Yep. I'm gonna send Dano a calendar. <laughs> okay. It's gonna have a picture of my taint for every month <laughs> because he he. I don't regret the cock block on Will Levis, but he was his, to pick up his third quarterback, and this was his fourth tight end. Isaiah likely. Well, well, yeah, but I mean, he, that's like he's I don't the care. Brett. I don't care. He's I don't. The care. Brett. Brett usually has four tight ends. It's four. He's not tight end university. He's not Doug. <laughs> yes, that is There's true. There's one tight end university, and that is Doug. So it's going to be a January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December taint calendar for Dano. I like it. I haven't. Never mind. That's the end. We don't need to make that worse. The taint ain't great. <laughs> um, there is not a single fiber in my body. This is an easy fago for you if you want to pick Dano, but I'm taking Dave for the third week in a row. Don't I, let no, me. I, don't let I me down, Dave. Dave. I took. Dave. Okay. Well, then we sweep, and we're done with this shit for this week. Uh, Our kids have lice, a massive cold. Um, Our selves have 
15 trades to to deal with a pacemaker and potentially just a stroke <laughs> and we have a lot of shit to worry about um KT in a a complete non sequitur best of luck my friend i will talk to you on the other side of your your operation appreciate we it will, we will podcast this thing after you're through it so but yes spoiler alert pod probably won't be till thursday or maybe friday because i go under the knife on wednesday next week so well we will be wishing you the absolute best the trade deadline is effectively tomorrow yes which is dumb but we digress so yeah so um yeah happy one... thanksgiving to everybody you and your families Yep, happy Thanksgiving. There's one thing left to say on this pod before we go into the non-trade season. And that is, fuck Dan. (laughs) Fuck Dan.